0: Thanks for tuning in to Freedom House Podcast. We're always encouraged to know God is working through this church as we change our world one life at a time. We'd love to stay connected with you by following us on social media at Freedom House OC as well as our YouTube channel. Let's listen in on today's message.
1: And I want you to type in the chat, say, I'm ready for the word. Let me know. I got a, t- a monitor screen right here, so we're having a conversation tonight, and uh, we are hanging out together, and I want you to put that on there. Also, we're going to talk tonight. I think it's very pertinent. Of course, the word of God is always relevant, but tonight, particularly, we're going to talk in Galatians, where Paul the Apostle is going to talk how important it is about the gospel in which we commit our lives to and I know that this is going to touch someone's life so if you're watching on Facebook you already know what I'm going to tell you press that share button and let God use your Facebook life y'all and you know Facebook needs more of Jesus so just press the share button and uh invite all your friends to church right now in fact if you're watching on Facebook you can actually tag someone put the little at symbol then their name and they'll literally get a notification that they should come to this service. So tag about 10 friends. Say, yo, join me for, for Bible study. And they'll be right on to the service. You can welcome them when they jump on. If you're watching on YouTube, which we love our YouTube channel, thank you. All those that have been subscribing, hitting the bell icon. You can stay connected with us. Grab the link and just text it to a friend. And, uh, man, so many people have told this, honey, with, during um, Starting Point. She'll be the witness to this. They've said, all right, my friend sent me the link. I listened to the service. I dedicated my life to Christ. And man, thank you so yes. much. So you never know. Right now, text to someone, they'll jump on, and God gives your life. Let's spread the gospel. Can I get a big amen on that?
0: Amen. Ready for
1: the word. Mario Mendez is ready for the word. Veronica Magana is ready for the word. Joseph, Joseph says bust out the word. We're going to try on, on on Facebook. Lulu Quesada, she's ready for the word. Melanie Hinosa, she's blessed and ready for the word. Let's go somebody. Honey, would you join me in the living
0: room? I would love to.
1: How about this worship team? You guys are awesome, man. You guys are rocking. They're
0: amazing. On, I love our freaking worship on, team. Somebody uh, said on
1: our on our YouTube channel, they said, "I love the worship. I'm coming to church on Sunday." You guys Woo-hoo! are inviting people to church. Great job, guys. We'll be so here good. on
0: Sunday. <laughs>
1: yes, we will. All three options: online.
0: That's right. That's right. Yes, of course. Outside All service. Three in options. Costa Mesa or in All three options.
1: At Fullerton, wherever you feel comfortable, we want to minister to you. And yes, encourage we do. you yes, we do. in the Lord. Yes. Hey! <laughs> Galatians chapter 1. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna read verse 7 through verse. Let's go verse 7 through 11. Yeah, yeah, let's go verse 7 through 11. And then we'll pray and then we'll get into the Word of God tonight. Galatians, get your Bibles out, get your notes out. Note takers are world shakers. And uh, let's jump into the Word of God tonight, Galatians chapter number 1, verse 7, and we're going to go through verse number el- uh, 12. Honey, would you read that for us? 7
0: through 12? Yeah, what version
1: you got there? NIV. NIV? Yes. That's a great version. Yes, want me to
0: change it? No, it's great. Good. Okay, great. Perfect. All right, starting with verse 7, Galatians 1, starting at verse 7, which is really no gospel at all, so that's a continuing of a yeah. previous sentence. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert. Actually,
1: verse 6. I apologize. No Take it problem. from verse 6. I, that's
0: why I wanted to explain that. That was Whoa. kind of a continuation yeah, of the previous sentence. Yeah, you're right. Verse number 6. <laughs> verse. Okay. Verse
1: 6, team. Let's right. go from verse 6.
0: Starting from There verse it is. I am astonished. Six. That's I where astonished. it was from. I am astonished. All right. Leave me astounded. All right. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, Mm. which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion Mm. and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ.
1: Let's, let's just emphasize there, Paul says, I'm not trying to please people, I'm trying to please God. We don't talk about that about how we need to be God-pleasers more than people-pleasers. Get ready for that. Continue.
0: I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ.
1: Revelation, not just information, but transformation in Jesus' name. I want to talk to you tonight, like I said, we're going to talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. As we dive into your holy scriptures, build us up in our most holy faith that we may be fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ in this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody says amen. amen. Come on, give God a clap. Thank you so much, uh, piano player. You're amazing. Let's get into it, into the meat of the word. Somebody wrote right here, was it uh, a surge? A surge? the prayer partner said, Give us the meat, Pastor. Okay, we're gonna bring out the salad tonight. Come on, somebody. Let's
0: say that. Give us that. <laughs> the meat.
1: That's pastor. right. So tonight I want to talk to you here specifically. Paul the apostle is going to dive into this thought of help of, of helping the, the believers in Galatia to really understand their commitment to the gospel that is being challenged by the culture, is being challenged by false believers. And is being challenged by a lot of folks to try to get them off course on their first commitment to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, the book of Galatians, um, to give you quick just historical context of it, the book of Galatians is one of Paul's letters written to the church that is in Galatia, and Galatia would have been where modern-day Turkey is, um, is the location of Galatia in the Roman Empire And this church was filled with um, what is known as uh, those that are um, non-Jew, why did that that word just, Gentiles, right, Gentiles, and it is filled with people that are Roman citizens, those that were not born of Jewish descent, and they came to Christ and they came to faith not by birth, but by being born again and receiving Jesus Christ. So it's much like most of us, unless you're of Jewish descent, um, this is not something that that we were raised in this instance, we were we were born again into Christianity, and now we are engrafted by faith through Abraham into that blessing, into God's chosen people. And so Paul is ministering to them because they have received the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, the context of what's happening here is as they're growing in their faith, other people actually start trying to get them to abandon. The gospel and grace of Jesus, and enter into a legalism, a legalistic kind of way of serving God, um, known as the Juda- Judaizers is what they were called during the time. And essentially, what they were trying to do was trying to get them to go into more of a religious, back to an old way of serving God, as opposed to their born again experience of receiving Jesus, you know, um, in their grace and who God is. And here's what Paul says because. What ends up happening is many of them start actually falling off. Stay with me here. They start falling off of their original commitment to God. And Paul the apostle says this in verse 6. He says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ. He says, and you're turning to a different gospel. He goes on to say, which is really no gospel at all. But he says you're falling away from the original gospel of Jesus. He says the grace of Jesus and you're turning. And I want to start this conversation tonight, honey, this Bible study. And as you're gathering in groups or you're gathering in your home, I think this is very pertinent in the times we're living in. Because I think many of us, our commitment to Christ is being challenged. Many of us, our conviction our, our relationship with Jesus is being challenged during this whole pandemic season where I think the question to ask is, is you know, I know we're being challenged, but is it being challenged or is our commitment just being exposed? Mm. Where Ooh. we're at, is it, is it being exposed to show, man, maybe I wasn't really rooted and grounded like I, was, I should have been and I'm falling away to Come different on. gospels. I'm falling away to different things, and it's put and it and it's and it's baiting me into things that I should I shouldn't be around. Now, um, you know, when, when to contextualize this and apply it to modern times is you're hearing all kinds of different gospels. Now, if you have your Bibles, I want you to underline the word "different gospels," because what Paul is saying here, the word "gospel" means good news. And what Paul is saying, he's saying they're being persuaded by different forms of good news. And and he goes on to say it's not really good news at all. It's not really a gospel, but it's a different type of good news other than the good news of Jesus. Now, what does this look like today? It looks like today when people start challenging the way you live for God, your integrity, your convictions, um, the way you view a, a monogamous marriage the way you view gender, there's only a male and female. It's in first, uh, Genesis chapter 1, 26 through 28. God says he made male and female, and it's the Bible, okay? So don't, 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 don't email me, don't say this. Listen, the Bible says there's only two genders, male and female. The Bible says that, that, that a marriage is between a man and a woman. The Bible says that you need to be married before you uh, engage in sexual relationships. There's no like, let's live together and let's try this on. Come on, somebody. Right? The Bible says that you should have integrity. The Bible says that you should have character. The Bible says you should watch your mouth. The Bible says yes. that we should you know, honor our spouses. The Bible says that we should train our children in the way of God. So, so the Bible says these things, but what happens is we tend to hear different gospels mm. on social media, different types of good news uh, on um, you know, news channels. You hear different types of gospels in your philosophy classes, Different types of gospels. And different people try to tell you, you know, um, what g- gospel is. Mm-hmm. And people turn away from what they've been taught. And, and honey, I want you to interject here. You know, right. how has the enemy done this to a lot of people during this pandemic? Just try right. to to challenge their their, their belief system.
0: I believe that your, your ears are gates. It's called an ear gate. Yep. And we have to guard that ear gate so that we open it and we close it to truth and to false teaching and knowing the difference between that. And that's why it's so important that you stay connected to the house of God that you're called to so that you can receive sound doctrine, so that you can receive uh, uh, the truth of the gospel, so that you can receive it 100%. And so many times people open their ear gate because, and I say ear gate because the word of God says that faith comes by hearing. Yeah. By hearing the word of God, that's what builds your faith. Faith is by hearing. Yeah. But if you're hearing something contradictory, or something slightly twisted than the truth and uh, of the gospel, than what you know is true, then or from based from the word of God directly, then you're opening that door. You're opening that ear gate, yeah. and then brings in confusion. And what happens is, especially with social social media right now, I think more than ever right now, we need to manage how much time we spend on social media and manage who you follow. Manage what voices you're listening to and people that you're allowing to speak into your life. You know, um, they say that... uh, uh, they, they control almost like all the content that you hear now and based on your patterns and things like that, that they're able to control uh, uh, all the, the things like co- algorithms and yeah. things like that. Well, you know what? You got to watch. Your, you got to manage your algorithm and think for yourself and say, you know, that's yeah. false. I don't receive that. There's so many times where someone will share something about the word. And I said, no, that's not, that's not what I believe. That's not what I believe. No, Jesus died on the cross for my sins, and it was once and for all. That's not what I, if somebody ever says something contradictory, so you have to yeah. guard your ear gate. Totally, wanna, and
1: I just yeah. want to add to that. You got to be careful that you don't measure your theology by likes, okay? Mm. Where just because it has a lot of likes, it must be true, okay? Popular. Or just because it has a lot of shares on mm-hmm. social media, it must be really true, okay? okay? Is no, you got to measure theology not by likes. You got to measure your theology by the word of God. Right. Does it please God? Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself because Paul is going to say, I don't please men, I please God. Right, right. But I just want to add to that yeah. because uh, I agree. We need, you need to be careful who you follow. You know, I shared about comparison this last this last Ooh, weekend. It was so good. Uh, amen. Wait, commercial
0: break. What's if up? you didn't hear Pastor's Sunday message about comparison, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you log <laughs> okay. on to YouTube yeah. or Facebook and listen to his Sunday message. What was it, November 15th? November 15th, you've got to hear that message. It's for America.
1: So (laughs) I talked about comparison, watch who you follow, because it might cause you to go into comparison. But I want to add to that because Paul the Apostle is going to say that these people, go to verse 7, have thrown them into confusion. Mm -hmm. So you also got to watch who you follow because it will throw you into confusion. You got to watch the articles you read. You got to you got to yes. watch the the even the books that you read, okay? Some of you be watching them novelas. Come on. now. Is that any people is that a thing? <laughs> you think right? You got to watch, you know, the <laughs> soap operas and, and and the magazines and that's all true. of this these it, quote unquote. Or the in, ne, the I think Netflix it's funny because they that call them watch. influencers and it's exactly what they are. That's they're the, influencing that's very you. True. And I don't want that influence in my life. And so you got to be careful that they're not throwing you into confusion. In your faith, and and you got to unfollow. It's a discipline. Hey, I'm not going to follow that. Why would I follow something that's going to throw right. me into confusion, or into temptation, or into, into or into just uh, our condemnation, or guilt, or or all of that? So you got to make sure that that you're managing um, your sphere and what what goes on. And I'll just say this, okay? And and this is just real talk is you've got to be careful what you allow into your life and to your eyes and to your ears and who has access to you. So, so I think that's very important. I just want to add to that because you were talking about different things where people are, are saying things on social media. You know,
0: and the enemy's so cunning. He's so cunning because I can recall a time where I was uh, uh, dealing with something and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I got up and what did I do? I opened up my social media and I saw something, a post that somebody put that was completely contradictory to what God had told me. And, you know, it discouraged me for a moment. I felt a slight moment of, er, like, whoa, I have to process this. And then, you know what, I realized, no, I know what God told me. I know what the truth is. I know what the Lord told me in prayer. I know the voice of the Lord. And I think so many times that we're, we open the door and allow ourselves to uh, be confused because we're not close to knowing the voice of the Lord. The word of God says that my sheep know me by my voice. Great. And to know God's, so if my husband were to call me on the phone and he would say, hey, Marie, and I'd be like, whoa, who's this? Hello, who's this? He would be offended. Because I did not recognize his voice. Why would he be offended? Because he's my husband. Because I'm supposed to know his voice. Because he doesn't require an introduction because I spend that much time with him. Because I'm supposed to be that intimate with him. Because all he has to do is say my name in a crowd and I know that is my husband. That's how we should be with the Lord. That he would say our name. That he would say something. And you know, that's something that actually brought me out of uh, going on a trail of depression was knowing the voice of the Lord. Where I was able to Cipher between what was the enemy's voice versus what was the Lord's voice. And that pulled me out. And so many people are being dragged into pits. They're being dragged into pits because you're listening to the wrong voice, because you're not discerning the voice of the Lord versus the voice of the enemy. How do you get to know the voice of the Lord? You read your word. How do you get to know the voice of the Lord? You read your word. How do you get to know the voice of the Lord? You read your word. So that when a lie comes in, you're able to say that was not something God would tell me. God would not tell me that I'm nothing. God would not tell me that I'm dumb. God would not tell me that I'm not allowed to fulfill the call of God. God would not tell me that, you know, I, should, I shouldn't spread the gospel. God would not tell me that I'm disqualified. You know, so things like that, we're able to say, okay, I heard this, but I know that's not true because I know yeah. the voice of the Lord.
1: And I'll add to that, and you just gotta be careful about, don't, don't get your theology from Netflix, or Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Don't get your theology from Hollywood. Wow. Get it from the Holy Word. Okay. Oh, oh. If you can understand these are biases, you know. People say, well, right. I watched this documentary what does that mean? Read your Bible. You know what I'm talking about? I don't care about documentary. Read your Bible. I saw this on National Geographic because, you know, National Geographic is so infallible and so inspiring. You know? It's like, what are you talking about, you know? I read this article on Wikipedia, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, everything on Wikipedia is true. Everything on the Internet is true, right? Right, but right. I saw this Leave thing on you YouTube. Read. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. really? You're going to get your theology from YouTube? Read your Bible. Hashtag read your Bible. Somebody put in the comment section. Read your Bible. Amen. And make sure that you get, yeah, you know, your theology from God's word. Get into Bible college. Shameless plug, okay? You want to learn theology? Get into, we have a Bible college here at Freedom House. And we, 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 you know, we, we began this Bible college now. Um, Pastor Tom, you're you're in the chat. Tell me about four or five years ago. Pastor Lou, someone tell. Me, we started our Bible college. We founded it f- almost five years ago, and uh, we've now graduated students from our Bible college, and we're discipling them to six years. Man, we're six years into our Bible college. Talk to me, somebody. And so we got a Bible college at, at, at Freedom House. Why? Because we want to disciple people to know their word and not be thrown off. Because here's what it says in verse 7, it says, which is really no gospel at all. He says, evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion. And are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. Now when Paul says pervert, I'm, we tend to associate the word you know, perversion with something unholy or, or, or something gross. And in essence it is. But to pervert the gospel means that you are actually, you're, 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 you're using it wrong. You're trying to break it. You're trying to make it backwards. And you got to be careful because, watch this, the devil is a theologian. He knows the Bible. And how did he get Eve to sin? In the garden, is he had her question God's word? Come on. Okay, watch this. Come on. The devil in in Genesis right. chapter three. I'll give me give me about thirty. I need more than thirty seconds. Give me about ninety seconds. I'll a it minute down. And a half. So a yeah. minute and a half. Yeah, ninety seconds. <laughs> is in the garden. Satan did not tempt Eve with the fruit, so Satan never said, "Hey Eve, look at this fruit." Isn't this fruit pretty? Isn't this fruit beautiful? He he never did that. You want to know what he did? This is how he got What'd Eve he he to do? fall away. He said this. Did God really say? <laughs> so, Whoa. he didn't tempt Whoa. Eve. Yep. With with something else, he just said, Did God really say? In other words, if you don't know what God said, you are always gonna be susceptible to Satan's attack and Satan's stronghold over your life. Because how did Jesus defeat Satan? Matthew chapter 4, he said, For the for God says, right, you should not tempt the Lord your God, is you gotta not let the enemy or a professor, and I'm gonna just say this. I think uh, you should go to college, you should go to school, go for it. But as soon as a professor starts trying to disprove God to you, you need to tune him out. Out and be like, nope, nope, you get what I'm saying? I ain't listening to that. And don't let don't don't let a professor, don't let none of that throw you off or a co-worker or a friend. We don't want to pervert the gospel. Verse number eight, let's go to the next one in verse number eight. Then he says this, he says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, the scripture says, let them be under God's curse. Now, this is very important. I want you to circle verse eight mm-hmm. because... Verse eight talks about Paul's like, even if an angel brings to you another gospel, he's like, don't believe it. Now, you need to know this. We teach this in our comparative religions um, classes, but the Mormon belief is they believe that Joseph Smith was given a Bible from an angel Mm -hmm. and it's an addition, the book of Mormon is an addition to the Bible. Well, that's scary because verse eight tells me that even if an angel gives you another gospel or a different book, they're under a curse and so mormonism is not christianity it is a it is a false religion and and if they knock on your door don't answer it, okay? If they try to get you to read the book of Mormon, that book is cursed. It is not of God. And here's the verse to support that is because the Bible says that even if an angel gives you another gospel, it says do not receive it. And so that whole thought process that an angel gave Joseph Smith of uh, the book of Mormon, it's that's, that's unbiblical. And, and I'm not even going to read that book because there's a curse that is attached to all that. So you need to make sure that you do not dabble into that and you don't go into those false religions that try to go, uh, try to give you a different gospel. And uh, here's the verse for you. We're having, see what's going to have Bible study? I love it. See, because some of y'all are going to remember this verse. and be like, man, now I know. Man, what? what I can't believe, yeah. So don't you receive that and uh, you just move on, okay? And so that's verse eight. But the Bible also says that there is a curse that's on the, and, and here's, a, here's a topic that a lot of people don't like to talk about because everybody likes to talk about God's blessing but people don't like to talk about God's curse. Mm-hmm. And and listen, let me tell you, God wants to bless people, but there also is God's judgment that comes on people. Now, of course, through Jesus, we get away from that judgment, and that's why we need to receive Christ. Go to verse number 9 for me. Then the Bible says, you want to add to that or no? No. Okay, I, I thought you wanted to add to that. It says, and we have already said, so." as we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted let them be under God's curse. So the Bible says that if anyone's trying to preach other gospel, in other words, trying to make out other good news be over God's good news, the Bible says that they're going to be under God's curse. Under, God, uh, under God's curse. Now, this is some heavy scriptures, guys, okay? This is some weighty stuff. So we're having a big boy conversation right now, big girl conversation, Okay? because this ain't your typical, everybody open your Bibles to Galatians 1.9. I want to talk to you about God's curse on your life, okay? But but stay with me. Don't tune me out here. But the Bible says that if anybody, if any people group, any nation, puts a different gospel above God's gospel, that that people group will be under the curse, not under blessing. Mm -hmm. And people often ask me, Pastor, why is there so much poverty and brokenness around the world? And I'll answer it very easy. Because that nation doesn't honor the gospel of Jesus Christ. Any people group or any nation that that, that does not honor God's word, that nation will be impoverished and will have the will not be blessed. And what? And so that's why you see nations that are broken. Nations that are in, 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 in you know, uh, anarchy is because they're not honoring God's word. God says that he always wanted his people to honor his word. And when God says, when you honor my word, go read Deuteronomy chapter 28. God says, "I want to bless you." He says that when we obey God's word and we honor Him, the Bible says that a nation will be blessed when they make God their Lord. God would rise up, and I believe why America has blessed because America was founded, regardless of what they try to tell you. America was founded on the Bible. God bless America, one nation under God. Someone finish me under God under they trying to take that out don't yeah. you that's what we can't let them take that out no this no. nation is under god. god this nation needs the blessing of yes. God okay yes. and, we, and and if, if america gets away from God's principles then that's when curse and, and, and brokenness will come to our nation and so we need to make sure that we stand for the principles of God to be in this nation. Yes, we want a godly nation. Yes, we want a nation to serve God and to honor the Lord. Can I get a big amen? Amen. So, So going back to what I'm saying, so anytime a people group doesn't Honor God's word. You'll always see that people group be under impoverished. Now, go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Not right now, but just read it later. And God talks about, he says that when when you honor him, he says, if you obey my commands, he says, you'll be blessed coming in and blessed going out. God says, I'll send the rain and I'll bring abundance. God says, you'll be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You'll be the lender and not the borrower. And God says, I'll prosper you. And then it even says, and the nations will envy you. They'll say, I want Wow. What you want, because your God is your protection, and so that's why we got to make sure that you're and again. Don't worry about the White House. Worry about your house. Is your house honoring God? There is you go. your family there honoring you go. God? Are you following there God's you go. word? Are you? And of course, you know, pray for those in government. And blah, blah blah. Okay, but be, you don't have power over that house. You got influence over your own house. Yes. So make sure that the word of God in your house is the that's highest right. word. That there's that's no right. false gospel trying to take precedence mm-hmm. over how we live in this house. As for me, and my house. We shall there you go. Serve, serve the, the Lord. Lord. I ain't make me stand up and stop my foot up in yes. this place because we're gonna Get serve me fired God. Up too. <laughs> That's right. I ain't gonna live under no curse here. We're gonna have That's the why. blessing of God upon our life. That's lives.
0: why I wanna encourage every man of God yeah. to lead your home, lead it with conviction, and lead it with strength. A strong woman wants to have a man of God leading the home. Single mom, I'm with you, girl. I love you. Come on, lead with strength. Lead with stability. Watch your ear gate. Make sure that you're not receiving false doctrine or even your best friends having opinions or saying, hey, I met somebody and they seem like they have the truth. The word of God says, you know, uh, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Sometimes we wonder why we're so bound up. We wonder why we're so tied up. We wonder why we're so confused because the truth is not yet set us free. We need to get on track of the truth. Man of God, get yourself on track with the truth. Lead your home. Lead your children. Lead your wife. Wife, come on. Let your husband lead. Listen to the gospel of Jesus Christ that's going to transform you and transform your home. Honor each other's roles. God does not bless chaos. He honors order. And I just want to yeah. send that reminder out there that, you know, we need men of God. We need men of God that are the priests, providers, and protectors of the home. We need women of God that are nurturers and protectors of their home as well. Come on, we need the family unit to be strong so that we can shun away all this darkness and evil and false doctrine and trying to twist the gospel of Jesus Christ as we know it to be.
1: Absolutely. So don't 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 get it twisted. Get it don't right. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what's the gospel? I feel like I need to say this. The gospel is this. Jesus was born of a virgin. He lived a virtuous life. He died on the cross and paid for all the sins of humanity, Mm -hmm. was buried, rose again on the third day, and sits at the right hand of the Father and reigns forevermore. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am forgiven because Mm -hmm. Jesus died. I rise again because he rose again. Jesus plus nothing equals salvation. I am forgiven. I am free. I am a child of God. I am an heir. Come on. on. I am an heir to the kingdom of God. I have authority over Satan. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Come on, I am a I am a visionary. I have I have the power of Jesus. I have the peace of God, the mind of God, I have the Holy Spirit of God. I have the fire of God. I have the word of God. I have the prophetic power. Come on. I have the Holy Ghost. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but some. Somebody needs to get a revelation yes. that through Jesus, you now have victory. I will yes. be, I will overcome because mm. he overcame mm. and my hope mm. is in the Lord. Come on, amen. somebody. Just amen. put a good amen in the comments section and shout to God. Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm having a good time with my wife on that. I love it. Let's go, somebody. That's right. Um, ooh, hallelujah. Okay, where am I at here? So, 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 so. so what I wanted to say was that that just kind of came there on the <laughs> yeah, side. But I it, want it to did. say something else. It was, it was okay, fire. Come so on, baby. we are going to serve God and be under His blessing, not under the cursing. Hallelujah Amen. to the Lord God Almighty. All right, so we got to make sure that we do that. Okay, so He says, "You accept it." Let them be under God's curse. So go to verse ten for me, please. Let's go to the next verse here, and then He says this. He says, and He says, "Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings?" Oh. Or on, of God. Come on, come Talk on. about it, somebody. Talk Who's on the it, chat? Somebody. Come on. Angela, yeah, yeah, Hernandez, yeah. Maria, Rodriguez, Carlos. Come on. Who's that? Uh, who we got over here? An- Angelica Gonzalez, fire emojis, not in the hera, Helen Akuda fire emojis. Come on, we are on fire for God here. So he says, Am I trying to win approval of, of people or of God? Question mark point. Or am I trying to please people? If I were trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Uh-oh, spaghetti-o. Say um, that again. You know when you talked about if I say your name? Huh? I thought about that song. Say my name, oh, say, say my, my name. I just get That's my mind sometimes. I gotta get saved. I need to renew my mind. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> now, about? Now, baby, I love oh. you. I was like, I wanna play okay, that for the Come on, so <laughs> that. sorry, all right, sorry. Back you to holy to Say things. your name.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'll say I your lying. name.
1: Sorry. All right. Am I trying to please people or am I trying to please God?
0: <laughs> what did that come I don't from? know. You're funny. It came back to me. So I had to work with. it. Wow, that's okay. right. You can sing it to me. Drink all, my water. It's all come good right somebody. here. It's all, all, right. good. It's all, all right. good. It's all good. Yes. Drink Calm your down. water. All right. Drink your okay. water. Yes. So
1: listen. Watch your whisper. Am I trying to win? A... Honey, let's talk about this really quick. Is is people pleaser versus God pleaser? Oh. Oh. I feel like I could do a whole sermon on that. Yes, you could. I got to do that in the next, you know, so many minutes or so because I want you guys to pray for those that have uh, Connect Groups midweek Connect Groups. But we got we got we got to talk about this yeah, yeah. because I'll be the first to raise my hand. Here's I'm gonna tell you real talk. I'm gonna raise my hand. Okay. In the first year of pastoring Freedom House, mm. I had to get delivered of being a people pleaser. Mm. Just want to confess that is I wanted to make sure everybody was happy and and not that I don't want people to be happy, but I had to get delivered from people pleasing and I had to say, I just want to please God. So I'm gonna preach it like I feel it. I'm gonna preach it yep. even if they don't clap. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the truth even if they cuss me out, which by the way, we've gotten cussed out before they tell us, what does the Bible say? I tell them what the Bible says and they cuss us out. It's like you ask yes. me what the Bible says, why are you mad at me? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I'm not, if I lose friends, don't matter. If people don't want to come to Freedom House, it don't matter. I am just going to preach the gospel. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to have my convictions. I'm going to be fully surrendered. This is going to be the culture of Freedom House. We're going to do this. And I'm going to tell you, when, we, when I made that shift is when Freedom House began to explode. It began to just bring fruit in life. Again, it's not that I don't want people to enjoy But I made my chief goal is I live to please God, period, okay? And I don't know what that looks like for you, but I want you to make make a a very conscious decision because when you start having your commitment to God challenged, you have to make a decision. Am I trying to be liked by people or do I want to please the God that I serve? Because not everybody will like you you when you please God. Oh no! Not everybody's gonna clap for no, you. No, not everybody's clap. gonna be like, "I'm so happy that you believe that." They're gonna say, "Oh, you're you know, our generation tries to twist it and say you're the hater because you don't believe that, uh, you know, um, uh, in abortion or you don't believe in 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 uh, uh, marriage and a homosexual marriage or you don't believe in in multiple genders." And it's like, oh, no, I believe the Bible, okay, and I believe the Bible is true. Now I'm not, I'm not. I'm not the judge. Don't tell me to sit in the chair of the judge. Let God deal with you. But this is what I believe, you know, that, that yes, the Bible says that God formed me in my mother's womb and abortion is is murder. It's biblical. It's very, it's in scripture. That's, that's, I believe the Bible. The Bible says that God called me from my mother's womb. So if I have a calling in my mother's womb, to kill a baby in the womb is to kill a calling. It's biblical, right? The Bible says, you know, I feel like I'm going back to this, but especially today, they're trying to tell our children that there's a hundred genders you know it's like no the bible says there's only two male and female that's what the bible says okay and, and while you're you are such a prude you are so antiquated you know or the bible try or people try to tell us that you know hey how come you don't just live together why why, why you're waiting till you get married just sleep around you know i mean what why why are you so worried and you're like because i live to biblical standards you know, or the Bible says, "Hey, how come you don't get high with the homies?" or, or how come you're not, you know, just uh, carousing? How can you're doing that? Because you're like, because I live for God, and so you're going to have to make a decision: Do you want to be liked by people, or do you want to please God? Now, obviously, don't be rude, okay? Don't don't be obnoxious. Don't condemn right. people. Right. You, it's not it's not for me to condemn. It's me to preach, and that's how I live to God. I live to serve God, but I'm going to live. By the word of God, even if it costs me persecution, even if it costs me friends, even if it costs me, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes it brings division in families, and that's where Jesus said, if you don't hate your brother and mother, you can't follow me. Now, he's not telling you to hate your family, but he says that, in other words, you might even be hated by your own family. And, And I remember what I wanted to say. When I talked about, as for me and my house will so serve the Lord, if you live with someone or if you're a, 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 maybe a person living with your parents, you can say, as for me and my room, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my phone, we're going to serve the Lord. You know, as for me and my my, 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 my place. So you got to make a decision for your life to please God. Honey, do you want to talk a little bit there about, about people pleasing? Because I think sometimes we're so afraid of rejection that we will be so someone we're not yes. just so that we can fit in instead of pleasing God.
0: So true. And you said you were the first to raise your hand about that. I am the second to raise my hand about that. That that was something that really plagued me for a long time was being a people pleaser more than a God pleaser. And the thing that I found, the root of it, was that I feared people more than I feared God. And I knew that God loved me. I knew God forgave me. Wow, so I good. knew that God gave me all these wonderful things. So I didn't have to worry so much about that as much as I felt I had to worry about the people that were in my physical realm. And that was such a deception of the enemy where you could be so distracted by what you see and hear with your physical eyes that it silences what you're to see and hear with your spiritual eyes. And fear of people superseded fear of God. I had a fear, people pleasing is having a fear of people more than a fear of God. Mm. And the Word of God tells us that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. Fear, of the, Lord so fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, which means that if you're a people pleaser and you're stuck in that place, I was there, pastor was there, don't feel bad, but there is a way to get out of that and that is to turn and say, I want to please God and not people. And it's easy when we say people because it's just so general, right, you know? It's right. just, you generalize it so much, but when you put names to it, that's when it's hard. And I had to go one by one, person by person in my life that I feared more than I feared God. And I had to change that and put things in alignment, have conversations with people like my husband confessing and saying, you know, I feel this. I feel this intimidation and intimidation is not from the Lord. God doesn't intimidate us to fear Him or to love him. No, 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 we do that willfully with our hearts. So there had to be a willful shift inside of me to fear God more than I feared people to fear and I'll just say it, maybe it's your mom and dad. Maybe it's your brother, maybe it's your sister. Maybe it's one of your best friends. Maybe it's a few of your friends where you fear what they're going to say. You fear what they're going to do. You know, Thanksgiving's coming up and these holidays, and we're spending right. time it's with true. family. And you're going to be, you know, some right. of you kind of feel like, you know, yeah, you're going to cut the turkey, but you're also going to be thrown into the lion's den, you know. <laughs> and you feel, Getting oh, up. man, I feel scared. And, and you know, you yeah. feel, oh, you have to back down, or you have to water down the gospel. You have to water down here. And I'm not saying you have to bust in, or you know, you with your— Or
1: you do something, you know— uh, that goes against your conviction just to fit in whoa whoa that's that's so
0: true that is so true what what they're watching on tv or what conversations they're talking about or maybe having um inappropriate conversations and joking that you're just not going to be a part of anymore again The ear gate, watching what you receive, what comes in you. And also for parents, watching what goes into the ear, guarding your children's ear gates as well and being the protector and the shield for them that we should be also for our, as we manage ourselves, we also manage our children. Anyway, I got off course there, but people pleasing. So, you know, uh, that was something that plagued me for so long until I began to have a proper aligned fear of the Lord. So good. And then wisdom came in. And then clarity came in. And then, oh, my goodness, I can't believe. And you'll you'll find that when you are people-pleasing and when you walk in fear in the physical realm like that, it silences you. It holds you back. It makes you be a lesser version of who God created you to be. It, It actually drains power and authority from you. And once I began to not fear people, not fear you know uh, this person or that person or this person that came against me or that person or this close friend that shouldn't be my close friend anymore because they're too discouraging or I feel a disconnect there that they're not following or they're not they they're not you know heading in the same direction I am anymore and I need to you know cut that off or I need to kind of you know get, uh, step away from it slowly once I began to put those things in alignment an authority came over me a peace came over me a clarity came over me and that's what God wants for you too so if you're stuck and people-pleasing, you know, start to confess those things. Get someone that you trust, that you love, that you know is, gonna, that is like-minded, that has, the, uh, you yeah. know, that's given their heart to the Lord and wants the best for you, that has no alternative agenda of, of some sort. And, and just confess, you know, I feel like I have this intimidation towards this person. I fear people. And just be free from it in Jesus' name so that you don't have to water down who you are in Christ yeah. just compromise. to please and compromise yeah. your faith just to please other people
1: so good that's
0: not what god it's, has to it's be. huge
1: in dating too you know i always like to talk to single people where are the single people at come on all the single ladies all the single ladies come on, all the single fellas all the, is is you can compromise in dating you know where you know you know what 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 you're living for the holiness the standard and you compromise to please somebody and you're you're lowering Uh-oh. the standard of pleasing god just to please a person. So I think it's very important, so important.
0: If you have yeah. to lower yourself, than the standard of who you are in Christ in order to keep somebody in your life, that person should not be in your life. I'm Boom. talking boyfriend and girlfriend. Boom. That's some Friends advice right too. there. If you're in
1: high yes. school and you're watching this, you should not have to compromise your calling to fit in. That is not a friend for you, okay? And you that's know, just real talk. You know, let me tell you right now,
0: I had to walk alone a lot of the time in high school or in certain areas and spaces. And I had to walk alone because I wasn't going to do what other people were doing. I wasn't out partying. I wasn't out drinking. I wasn't out fornicating. I wasn't out doing those things. Yeah. And you know, it set me apart, but sometimes it's a lonely road for a period of time. Yeah. And you know, I just want to say it like this. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad saying I it like this. Saying, but no. Maybe you could fix it after I say okay. it. But you know, I'm ready. <laughs> men and women of God, you got to <laughs> suck it up for a little bit. <laughs> You just gotta yeah. suck it up for a little bit and say, you know what? I'm yeah. being set apart right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. i'm gonna I'm gonna set myself apart from yeah. these things. And yes, it does feel like a lonely road and the enemy would love to tell you that you're alone, that nobody's with you. But listen, there's a church called Freedom House (laughs) and people that want to serve God and people that are like-minded with you. And don't let the enemy lie to you that you're the only one standing for righteousness or that there's nobody in your circle. Listen, when I began to stand for righteousness, when I began to walk alone through those hallways, God began to bring people my way. God began to bring uh, uh, righteous people my way, people that wanted to serve God. God began to bring the quiet Christians my way that said, man, I i love how open you are about how you love jesus i love this and you know it empowered other people so sometimes you think you're walking alone but lonely people are watching you lonely people are watching you that want to serve god that want to turn around that want to change the trajectory of their lives but they don't have the courage to do it but you do so suck it up for just a short period of time and I promise you that God is going to turn it around you think oh I lost my best friend I lost my boyfriend I lost my family I lost this person don't think about what you lost think about the people that are coming because you're a woman of courage because you're a man of courage because you're willing to stand up for righteousness because you're not afraid of persecution because you don't let the enemy push you in a corner and you may be walking by yourself but listen it's not going to to be for long, because there are more for you than are against you. There are more with you that are not, and God wants you to succeed. God is with you, and when He's with you, you plus God is always the, the majority. So good,
1: I love it. That was great, honey. And and she said, "Suck it up." That's the message translation.
0: That's okay. right. That's <laughs> so good.
1: The, the end. <laughs> James, I told
0: you he'd fix it. New King James,
1: <laughs> 2 Timothy 1, where the Bible says, Endure hardship like a good soldier. She, she just said in a message. There you go.
0: That's right. I gave you
1: keep James. <laughs> but I feel like Christians oh, are no, so okay. afraid. Christians are so oh, afraid of persecution.
0: Yeah, come on, man. But that that's Don't par for court. Part, that, that's that's part, part, part of, course, of it. Yeah. Part of course, how do you say it? That, that that's part of it. That's yeah. part of the. If you're not being persecuted in what you believe in and standing for righteousness, yeah, and yeah, you know you're trying to wiggle out of it too soon, I want to challenge you to just stay there for just a little bit longer right. and see the blessings of God come. Okay? <laughs>
1: so good. Amen. I told you to press that share button. I told you to grab the link and text somebody. Hey, listen, that's a good place to end right there. Put a marker in your Bible. We'll pick it up next week and um, we'll go what God has for us. But let me just say this: is, is um, we're going to have and uh, Liz, our digital media director, she's going to put a, a Zoom link in the comment section because we want you to build community right now. A lot of people are having midweek connect groups, so I want. We're just going to pray, and then I'm going to dismiss you because we want people in the in the midweek connect groups to pray for one another. Maybe go around the circle and talk about. You know, how has it been hard for you to not be a people pleaser, but become a God pleaser? And they're going to open up a Zoom room for some people that want to jump on that Zoom room. And uh, she's going to put it in the comment section. There'll be a few people on there. And uh, you can maybe talk a little bit about the message. And we just want to really build community in this season um, where we yes. need to come together and be in unity. So Liz, if you can prepare that Zoom room. And uh, we can help you, our staff, maybe uh, Jackie or Alicia can help you put that Zoom room together. Uh, there are PAs here, and they can put that all together. Come on, is God good? All the time. All the time. God Come on, why good. don't you stand up, honey, and then we're going to have this conversation here. or the, I'm, We're going to break it up for you to have conversations at home, and that's kind of the whole idea of this happening right now. So let's just pray. Father, I thank you, Lord. So good. We love you, God, because all the time you are on time, and we know, God, that tonight... We're going we're gonna to be true to the gospel which we've heard. And we're not going to be so easily uh, persuaded or confused or pushed away to a different gospel or a different type of good news. Lord, we're going to live under the blessing of God. We're not going to put anything above your word, Heavenly Father. And God, we say that we're going to be God-pleasers. In fact, just say that. Say, I'm a God-pleaser. I'm
0: a God-pleaser. Say it again.
1: Say, I'm a God-pleaser. I'm a God-pleaser. And that's how I live my life. We're not going to fear people. We're going to have the fear of the Lord. And we're not going to be afraid, though. Even if if there's some seasons we're alone, we're going to endure hardship like a good soldier of Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Come on, let's sing this worship song.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We pray you were encouraged by this message. Show us your support by sharing your favorite podcast on social media and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Freedom House OC today. See you next week.